Travel Squad podcast. We're four friends that grew up together in the same small town. We followed each other to San Diego, and now we adventure the world together. One passport stamp at a time. We're here to share our travel stories and inspire you to go on your own adventures. Even if it starts with your own backyard. I'm Jamal. Brittany. Kim. And I'm Dana. And And we're we're the Travel Squad podcast. So grab your ticket, your passport, and don't forget your travel insurance. And prepare for takeoff. Hello, fellow travelers. Welcome to episode 24 of the Travel Squad podcast. Today, we are going to recap and highlight our 2019 travel adventures. From our weekend getaways to our international travel, we're going to tell you about it all. 2019 was such an active year for travel for the squad, together and individually. Amongst the four of us, we went on 21 adventures, conquering 10 countries and 10 states. We're going to go over all of this, not because we want to brag, but we want to show you just how feasible travel is and how we're fitting it in over the course of the year, rather than just telling you what we did when we went. But this is the course of the year. And on that note, I can't even believe that this is episode 24, guys. 24 episodes for 2019. Hope you've enjoyed all 24. And it is New Year's Eve. So happy New Year's, all. Happy New Year. Happy New Year's. Happy New Year's. It's going to be a fantastic 2020. So in this episode, we're also going to tell you about some of the trips that we have planned already, you know, since we are booked to 3020. (laughs) (laughs) And we also want to get you excited about some of the podcast episodes that will be airing next year. So let's start it off with January 2019. Well, unfortunately, Kim didn't make it with us on this trip. But let me tell you about Japan a little bit. We were there for two weeks. We stayed in Tokyo, Kyoto, and Osaka, and we also did a day trip. So we went to Nara, Hiroshima, and we also went to the island with the floating shrine. We traveled with Zena, Jamal, myself, Kasha, Ryan, my niece, Deja, and my mom. And one of the highlights of that trip, and of course, you know, like Brittany said, we're going to have an episode later on. But you guys, when we were in Nara, that is a park where deer live and you can feed the deer and run amongst the deer. Get rowdy with the deer. Yes. (laughs) So Brittany was taking my picture with the deer and she was, how did it go? I kind of had my back to two other deer and we were feeding them and I think they were fighting over something to be fed. So while I was trying to take your picture out of nowhere, a deer bucks the side of me and I go flying (laughs) into the air. Like Brittany got air, you guys. It was the funniest thing. And her face was just like, what the fuck is going on? A deer pretty much headbutted her ass and she went flying in the air. (laughs) It was some crazy shit. Well, my favorite highlight of this trip, other than the Japanese culture, and again, we're going to have another full-on episode of Japan, but my favorite thing beyond the wonderful culture that the Japanese have was the fact that we were able to go to Tokyo Disneyland. And as you guys know, and if you don't, Brittany and I are really, really big Disney aficionados, more particularly me, but it is on our bucket list to go to all Disney parks. And as we get further along in this episode, you'll see on our 2020 list, Brittany and I are about to be completing that here pretty soon, but we were able to tackle Tokyo Disney and Tokyo Disney Sea, which was a big, big highlight for me. Where did you go, Kim, in January? The one trip that I did take in January was for my sister Chelsea's 
Brittany's birthday. It was her dirty 30. And so I drove myself, Chelsea, Brittany, and the other Chelsea. And the other Brittany, not Brittany from the squad. Exactly. Not this Brittany, my other friend Brittany. The five of us girls went down to Valle de Guadalupe, Mexico, which is just about a two hour drive from San Diego. So I loaded up my car. We drove down there. We hit up Monte Zanuck Winery and beautiful, beautiful place. If you've never been to Valle de Guadalupe, oh my God. It's basically like Mexico's wine country, it's right? It's their Napa, pretty exactly. much. Yes. Yes. And it's it's really cool. The wineries are just very creative and artistic. And so we did that. And then we stayed at an Airbnb and went out in Ensenada. Papa's and beer. Oh, we still haven't <laughs> even done that yet for living so close. We always talk about going. And I know mm-hmm. you've been, is that the only time you've no, been there I've, before? One other time I've been. Right. And you always talk about how good it is. And we always keep saying, oh, we're going to go. We're going to go. And then I think a lot of it is we just decide, okay, well, this isn't going anywhere. It's close enough to us. Then we do other things. But I'm glad that you actually did that because it continues to inspire me to finally go. I'll be our tour guide when we yeah. get down there. You're going to be the Viad. Guadalupe professional. And 2019 wouldn't have been good for the squad because for those of you who don't know... I don't talk about it enough, but uh, I took an oath of sobriety. For 2019? For 2019. So this wouldn't have been conducive for you. <laughs> no, it would not have been. But you know what? If we did take a squad trip, I would go regardless. And uh, I'm sure I would have had a great time. Hey, a DD. Yeah. 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 We perfect. can always Zana use know- a DD. And Zana knows the most Spanish, so she could drive on the roads just fine. Perfecto. Perfecto. <laughs> <laughs> so moving on to February 2019. I think I'm the only one that left town in February. I think, I think so. so. Oh, and I didn't really do anything that exciting travel wise, but I do think it's important to mention trips like this one in February of mine, which is where I went home for my mom's birthday. And it was in Sacramento. If if any of you guys don't know, we're all from up in that area. So I went home for her 50th birthday and she was having a party at one of her friend's house. So I didn't actually go out and do any like sightseeing or anything. I usually do try to add on something in Sacramento or San Francisco, but sometimes you do travel just for family or friend events and it's not to see a destination, but it's still a trip. And you know, San Diego to Sacramento always has cheap Southwest flights. So the points rack up. So even though it might be a home trip, now Kim has more points. So she's going to spend less when we go someplace like Mm -hmm. Dallas. Very good point, Zaina. So those home trips count. Yes, they do. Am I the only one that left town in March too? I think so. Well, Brittany and I's international vacation cycle or big vacation cycle is January, May, and either late August, early September. So I think after coming back from Japan, which we spent two weeks there, we always try to at least do one weekend getaway a month, but I just don't think that really happened for whatever reason. So I think you are, again, the only one who did something in March. We did have a really busy second half of the year. Yes. So started off true. slow, but we escalated in the end. So where did you go in March? Um, in March. So I went back to Sacramento, but this was for my friend Ricky and Patty's wedding. They got married actually in Mexico, December of 2018. And we talked about some of that in an episode on how to survive a Mexican wedding. Great episode. Check it out. So because she was finally able to come back to the United States, they wanted to have a American version of a wedding here or just a celebration. So I wanted to go to that as well. So went up to Sacramento for that. But because I had just been in Sacramento and I've always wanted to go to Yosemite National Park, it's only a couple of hours from Sacramento. So I added this into the trip and actually rented a car and drove out to Yosemite in March. So there's still snow around. There's still trails that are closed, but... 
highlight of my trip to Yosemite was the first time I saw a real bear in the woods. Yeah. Zena would have shit herself. I know. I was going to say, I would have <laughs> loved, real bear. I loved to have been on that one, but Zena almost would have gotten us killed because she would have panicked, scared the bear, and probably gotten us all attacked. Oh my God. I was, it's, it is alarming when you first run into a bear. I'll say that. I just shit myself right now. <laughs> and I got it. I got a Instagram story of it. So when we air this episode, I will also post this. You guys can see it. It's pretty cool. So what was going on was we were walking down this trail, which is more of a paved trail. It's one of the main roads in the trail system. And I'm walking toward these people who are taking pictures of something on the side. And myself and the person I'm with are looking, trying to figure out what it is they're taking a picture of. And then we pass, we can't see anything. And this bear runs out from the side and runs behind us to the other side. And I was like, whoa, whoa, oh my God. It was like literally five feet away from me. And then just started like digging for berries in a log. They're probably coming out of the hibernation if it was early. Yeah, it definitely was a tagged bear. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't like a huge bear, but it was big enough. And and then it was just right there, like digging for berries and stuff. Well, wildlife is unpredictable. So stay safe. I would just like Jamal to redact his statement though about Zayna would have gone. Gotten us killed because yes, I would have shat myself. But <laughs> that's a given. <laughs> I also feel like I have enough common sense to know. You know what? It's like if someone breaks into your house, you know, you aren't gonna like scream. You have to be quiet because you don't want to draw attention to yourself. So I think that I would have tears streaming down my face. I might even pass out, but I don't think that I would scream. I'll redact it until it finally happens, and then we can confirm or deny what really happens when Zayna finally comes across a bear. It's not gonna happen <laughs> when we are going to go to yosemite maybe yes. not in 2020 maybe so but there could be more bear sightings i want to go in march that way we can <laughs> catch, catch them right out of hibernation being active really ensure that you can uh quantify my when they're extra hungry <laughs> <laughs> my goodness. <laughs> but I think April was the first trip that we took as a squad, but that was late April. First, Brittany and I went to Dallas for Easter, because if you recall, we've mentioned in previous episodes that Brittany's sister lives in Dallas. And again, like Zaina said, even weekend getaways to see family where you aren't necessarily doing anything is considered travel. It was my first time in Dallas. And even though we didn't do much, it was still nice to get the lay of the land. We experienced Texas barbecue, which was my first time experiencing Texas barbecue. So that was the highlight for me. Did you guys see any Texas boots there? No Texas boots. <laughs> that joke comes because as we were first planning our podcast, we were trying to think of what intro music we wanted to have. And there was one song called Texas Boots. I was all about it. <laughs> I, was I was all about it. The girls wanted nothing to do with it. And we've settled on what you hear today. And I must say, I love it. But every once in a while, I do think Texas Boots might have had the right <laughs> ring to it. And so Texas Boots are boots stomping. And every once in a while, you hear like a little ding. <laughs> I, I already forgot how the rhythm goes, if you want to be honest. Oh. So you didn't love it that much. <laughs> it wasn't memorable. <laughs> And for Easter, my mom came out to Dallas as well. My mom's Filipino and she made a Filipino Easter spread. So we had, you know, lumpia, we had mm. fried tilapia, rice, we had pancit. Did you have bananas? The, fried bananas? I don't think we had them there. Mm. No fried plantains. Mm. 
unfortunately. This is a little bit of a tangent, but several years ago when we were home in Sacramento, we were stopping at Brittany's mom's house before we drove back to San Diego. And so Brittany gave me a heads up that, hey, we're going to have a Filipino breakfast. And I'm like, oh, okay, that's fine. But we get to Brittany's mom's house and there's chicken adobo, there's rice, all these dinner stuff that you would eat (laughs) typical American dinner style, right? And so I'm just like, oh, where's the breakfast? And that was the Filipino breakfast. (laughs) (laughs) A lot of countries are like that where their breakfasts are just like in Italy, it's a panini Mm -hmm. you would eat for breakfast. Or even when we were in China with Gate One, shout out to Gate One, they had Chinese food. Yes, they did. Like your typical Chinese food and rice. chow mein and rice and everything. For breakfast. Interesting. So in April was a trip that I took that I've been waiting my whole life to take. It was like amazing. I did a 10 day trip to Italy. I visited Rome, Florence, Venice. I also did a day trip to Cinque Terre and got to see Pisa when we were there too. And it was fucking amazing. You went to the Vatican also on this one. I went to the Vatican, saw the Sistine Chapel and oh my God, it was just amazing. All the highlights of Italy. And you did a stopover. Yeah. So I've talked about this before and how I saved money getting back from Italy on Easter weekend. And it was really expensive. So I figured out a way to go and have a stopover 12 hours in Copenhagen, Denmark. So I got to see that too, which was really cool. But Italy highlights. So... We had a Venice episode just come out, so you can hear about that portion of it. And Venice was amazing, but the highlights of this trip to Italy for me was, um, oh God, there's just so many, but just seeing the Colosseum and being in that and then all of the other ruins around the city in Rome was amazing. The wine in Italy is amazing. And the food, the pasta, oh my God. Cinque Terre is one of the places I've seen in blogs and on Instagram. And there are these beautiful multicolored houses that sit on cliffs on the the ocean. It's so beautiful in pictures and in real life. And I was just like one of those bucket list things that, you know, sometimes you always wonder like, will I ever get to see this place on my bucket list? My bucket list is huge, (laughs) but this has been a place I've been wanting to go for five years. And uh, dreams come true. You finally hit it off. And you checked yes. it off your list. I really believe that we're going to hit all the things on our bucket list, guys. We definitely We're holding will. each other accountable. You know, I think that too. But every time I check something off, like five more things get on it. <laughs> just keeps you busy. Yeah. Exactly. But wait, real quickly. You didn't let us know when you were in Italy, how was the Italian beef? <laughs> just kidding, guys. That's a Chicago episode reference. They don't have those type of beef sandwiches out in Italy. They have real Italian food, I guess. Yeah, oh they have real God, Italian so beef. Paninis yeah. and pasta and pizza and cheese. Gelato. And gelato and wine. Wine, wine, wine. Wine all the time. <laughs> <laughs> so you land back from Copenhagen in Italy and you pack up your bag and how many more days before we go to Bryce Canyon National Park? <laughs> I got back from Italy on a Thursday. I went to work on a Friday and left for Bryce Canyon that evening. With <laughs> the that- squad. That's the first time that I've Mm -hmm. seen Kim since Thanksgiving or something in December. It's been a long time since I had seen Kim at that point. So I remember like when I saw you in the airport, it was like, oh my gosh. Yes, it really had been a long time. So this was our first squad trip of the year. And like Kim said, she only had one day of recovery, not really a full one before we flew out that Friday. And we flew from San Diego to Las Vegas. And then from Las Vegas, we rented a car and went to Bryce Canyon National Park, which again, if you haven't figured it out already, we all love going to the national parks. And this was another one that we hadn't gone to. And my favorite thing about this one, other than the 
fact that it was a squad trip and we were all reunited. And what? it feels so, so good. good. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know that song at what? all. What? I was waiting for someone to come and no one did, so I thought my reunited in that tone was going to be sufficient, but Kim saved the day on that one. But anyway. <laughs> well, because you weren't a singer, so I was like, whoa, Jamal's getting really into this. Now I get nothing to do with the whiskey he's drinking I, right now. No, no, not at all. But my favorite thing about it was just hearing everybody's response on how much they liked Bryce. I know Zayna in particular said, I didn't know what to expect, but I walked out of Bryce being really surprised with how much I enjoyed it. And Brittany said, you say that every time. That's exactly what Brittany said. (laughs) But this time I really felt Zayna meant it. She always means it, but this one had more passion behind it. Zayna's always so funny when me and Brittany are like, what should we do? Should we do this? Should we do this? Zayna's like, you know what? I just come in fresh. I don't know what we're doing, but I know it's going to be great. And she doesn't do any research and has no clue what the hell is planned. She keeps her expectation low. You know, you'll never be disappointed if you keep your expectations low. And she walks out pleasantly surprised every time. I do. But you know what? Okay. So in 2018, I traveled by myself overseas. And then when I was in my early 20s, I traveled by myself. So it's not that I'm lazy or anything like that. But, you know, if they like to plan, I'm cool with it. And they're expert planners. Obviously, listen to these episodes you'll see how much we get in and what we see it's pretty intense and it's pretty crazy so if they want to do it i'm cool sitting back but if they asked me to do something i'd do it last minute yeah. it's so funny because on one of our trips later in the year i was doing an instagram story of what i was packing and i was explaining the things we were going to do and how i wanted to pack <laughs> for each one and Zayna was like oh my god it's so funny because i didn't know we were doing any of those things until i watched her instagram you know once <laughs> i watched kim's story well it's not kim's story right it's the it's on at travel squad podcast if you're not already following us and kim posted what she was packing on our instagram and as i'm watching it i'm like oh shit i didn't know we were going there i didn't know we were going there and i was just so grateful for that story <laughs> because i didn't know what to pack typical <laughs> zana we're going on unprepared again <laughs> well didn't you hear me if you told me that you wanted me to do something i would do it last minute so we flew into Vegas on a Friday night and early Saturday morning, we packed up the car and ourselves and we drove to Bryce Canyon National Park. We did a hike that day and we stayed the night in the park. Funny story, I thought they lost our hotel reservation and <laughs> I got really scared, but then I found out that we got upgraded to a different hotel that came with a free breakfast buffet. Which Ooh. by the way, Brittany booked this hotel a year in advance. Yeah. So Brittany was like, there's no fucking way you lost our reservation. <laughs> like, I know I have it. I booked it almost a year ago. And the next day, the highlight of my trip was a hike we did. It was called the Fairyland Loop. And it was just so beautiful. There was so many hoodoos to see. And hoodoos are the rock formations that stick up. And they're just so vast. We were pretty much on the trail by ourselves for the majority of it. And it was just so beautiful. The thing that surprised me most about Bryce Canyon is I've been to a lot of tourist place here in the United States. But when we were in Bryce Canyon, like it really felt like we were the only Americans on the trail, which is so great that so many international travelers come. But like when you did pass people, they were speaking either German or French. And I remember at one point there was a narrow tunnel to go through rocks and I let the group behind me go. And when one guy passed me, he looked at me and he said, merci. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, de rien. 
<laughs> well, Bryce is one of the more famous national parks in the national park system. So it gets a lot of tourists. There were a lot of tour buses in there. But I just want to say this was a weekend trip. And so just as a reminder, as an inspiration to people to do things, you can always find the weekend trips with the cheap tickets. You know, San Diego to Las Vegas, we found the right time that that went on sale from Las Vegas to there. It's a little bit of a drive. So yeah, sometimes the planning can be a little cumbersome and take time. But if you find the way to do it, you can do these things. And for the flight from San Diego to Las Vegas, it was the very last flight of the day. So it was a party plane pretty much of all the people going to Vegas for the weekend. And what I remember about that flight is all four of us were towards the back of the plane and someone ripped ass. They didn't listen to our episode about flight etiquette, did they? (laughs) They did not. They did not. And it was so funny because it was a silent but deadly one. And then all of a sudden, like you just start to smell it. And it was so bad. And all four of us just couldn't stop laughing because I don't care how old you get. It's funny. Nothing will make a grown person laugh more than the rancid stench of a stranger's fart. (laughs) Especially in a tight space like an airplane. Bryce Canyon, actually, we have not done an episode on yet. So you can expect this one to be coming out in 2020. And we will expand much more on it. Yes. Yes. I have a good bathroom story for you guys. And we'll finally let you know who did the fart on the airplane. It was Zana. Heads up. (laughs) (laughs) Confession. So it It wasn't. It wasn't, guys. So as it was mentioned earlier, Kim, right after Italy, that Friday, she went to Bryce. But for Brittany and I, we had three weekends in a row. We were on that Dallas in April. Then the week after that, we did Bryce Canyon. And then the following week, it became the month of May. And it was time for mine and Brittany's larger week-long plus trips that we usually take. And And we were gone for two more weekends. Correct. One week total, but two weekends in a whole. And we ended up going to Florida and doing several things. And as you may now know from just listening to highlights of the 2019 year already, we went to some national parks when we were out there. We went to Biscayne National Park and Dry Tortugas National Park, which are in southern Florida in the key region. So I tried to go on this trip, but Jamal and Brittany said no. But rude. your parents <laughs> did come for a portion of it. They so did. So we did have company. They did. So Jamal and I are actually timeshare owners, and we found such a great deal with our timeshare. And it was a super low amount of points to get the timeshare in Orlando. So we were like, okay, let's book the timeshare for the week, and let's just go ahead and go down to Biscayne and Dry Tortugas and stay in the Key West for a few days and then come back up. Because, you know, with timeshares, you typically do get them for a week and we weren't really losing out on not being there for a few days. So we drove down to Biscayne first and we went snorkeling in Biscayne Bay, which was great. Any uh, crocodiles out there? We no crocodiles. Any. They do say to look out for manatees in that area. Oh, manatees are so manatees. cute. So just so everyone's aware, Biscayne is a national park, but there is no land portion of the national park. It is south of Miami and it's exclusively pretty much in the water. There's only one point on land, but that's not really a designated area. That's just where they have the visitor center, the launching off points. But the main attraction is going out and doing the snorkeling in Biscayne Bay. So we hired a boat, went out snorkeling and enjoyed our time out there. There was tons of jellyfish out there. And I had to ask our guide, I said, are these ones going to sting me? Because they were like little baby ones, you know, the size of a quarter, but I could see them. And he's like, no, 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 those are harmless. But I was swimming through (laughs) an ocean of them, literally. I think Brittany's been (laughs) 
stung by a jellyfish in the past. Yeah, when I was in Jamaica when I was younger. Crazy. But from Biscayne, we drove to the Key West and we stayed in the Key West for, what was it, two nights, Jamal? Two nights. And the reason why we stayed there was because it's the only way to really get to Dry Tortugas National Park because Dry Tortugas National Park is an island off of the Key West, about 70 miles. Yeah, so there's only three ways that you can get there. One, take the boat that Brittany and I took. Two, have your own boat and sail out there. Or three, hire a private seaplane to land you out there. And what dry tortugas is, one, tortugas, if anyone's not good with their Spanish, including myself, but I do know what tortuga is. It means turtle. But the islands out there are breeding ground for sea turtles. So that's where it gets its name. On top of that and the protection area for the sea turtles, they did in the 1800s build a fort, Fort Jefferson. Yep, Fort Jefferson. Out there that they used to house Civil War prisoners in, but it was never ever completed, even though they housed people there. So it's an old military fort as well, but it's one of the more isolated national parks. Clearly, you can't drive there. You have to get out there. And the only way that you can get out there is by taking a boat from Key West. And after we did the Dry Tortugas National Park, we went back up to Orlando and we completed Disney World. We had been to two Disney World parks in the past and we needed to hit off Magic Kingdom and Hollywood Studios. So we went ahead and did that with Jamal's parents. Yeah, they had flown in the day that we drove back from Dry Tortugas, picked them up from the airport. They stayed with us at the timeshare and then they ended up going to Disney World with us. My mom has been to Disney World world the year or year after it opened in the 70s but had never been back since so my mom likes disney just as much as me so i wanted to make sure to invite them out there but that was our week adventure in florida and we'll probably have an episode on this but what do you remember the most of that trip Brittany? the love bugs we have an excellent video that Brittany sent us me and kim of jamal trying to clean off the love bugs off the, the car. Oh, I love it when he hits his head with the windshield and the bug juice splats on him. <laughs> Jeez. So I had never even heard of love bugs before. This is not my first time in Florida, but it is the first time I've been to Florida outside the month of January. I've been to Florida in January like three other times. That's this, weird. Yeah. Well, I've always gone on cruises in January mm. and January is a good time for cruising and a lot of them leave out of Florida. Any time is a good time for cruising. That's very true. But in terms <laughs> yeah. of of discounts, January is a good time. Oh, good tip. Yes. And you can hear more about cruising on our episode about cruise life. Yes. <laughs> and so I did not know that in the month of May is breeding time for these bugs called love bugs. And as a matter of fact, there's a particular type of fly, but they're called love bugs because when they mate, the male and female stay attached. And as we were driving back through central Florida, through farmland, I had no clue Florida even had farmland. <laughs> but Oranges? Well, that's true. But I didn't really see <laughs> citrus trees. These were more like low level farms, not trees. But anyway, nonetheless, <laughs> farmland totally threw me off. Was not expecting that. And they were just flying everywhere. And I shit you not, every 10 minutes that we were driving, I had to stop and wipe down the windshield because even the windshield wipers weren't cleaning them. And it was completely blacked out. And I was not the only Ew. vehicle doing this. And then you get out there and it's all around you. It's like the biblical plague of locust or something it was ridiculous oh i was just about to ask how was it when you get out of the car awful just disgusting did like, you get it in your mouth like do you close your mouth oh yeah i was trying to just breathe through my nose don't ask Brittany. she doesn't know she didn't get out she didn't help so <laughs> i don't know what she's saying awful for she didn't well, do shit it's a good thing you didn't get a flat on your car 
Yeah, that would have been terrible. <laughs> so that pretty much sums up our May travels. And I just want to add in real quick, at the beginning of uh, the when they started talking about Florida, I made the comment that I asked if I can go and they said no. I don't get offended, guys. Like, it's it's not like that on the squad. I understand that Jamal and Brittany do their own stuff sometimes. And, you know, I'm always trying to get in with them. But if they say no, it's not personal. You know, in fact, sometimes I tell them no on my yes. trips. <laughs> As a matter of fact, Kim is planning in Nashville and we've been nixed from that. Uh, when I went to Thailand, I told them I don't want to go with you guys. <laughs> <laughs> so no offense taken. <laughs> exactly. And I think that's okay. What makes for it Africa, so well. we didn't want you to go either. Oh. <laughs> My biggest regret in life. <laughs> you know, we're going to be like 80 years old someday, and we're still going to be talking about the time that Kim missed out on Africa. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> so moving on to June, Zayna went to Atlanta. Hot Lana. Hot Lana. Was it hot? You know, I, yeah, I mean, I guess it was. I was more in the hotel. I went for a conference, but I got out of town regardless. I think it was like a Monday. No, it was a Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. So I left on a Monday. It was hot when I got there. But like I said, I was in the hotel most of the time. And I don't really have too much to report other than I racked up some miles on my Delta Sky Miles and I went to Atlanta. Very nice. Mm-hmm. Then the squad went to Mexico City. This was an Ooh. exciting trip. We went for Nicole and Roberto's wedding. And we've talked about Nicole and Roberto quite a bit. We have an episode, How to Survive a Mexican Wedding, talking Mm -hmm. pretty much about their wedding. Episode number 21. Check it out, guys. Yeah. And then also when we were in Mexico City, how to spend three days in Mexico City, that's Nicole and Roberto right there. Yes. Mm -hmm. This is also, again, I've said this before, I'm going to say it again. That's where the podcast idea was born. Yes. This was such an exciting month for us, really changed our lives and is changing all of your lives by listening to us. Mm-hmm. And Kim professed her love for me in Mexico City. <laughs> and, <laughs> the cabbie. Re- and the cabbie. <laughs> yes. I had a lot of love that night after being at the wedding, having a, a couple drinks of tequila. Love in the air, alcohol in the body. What a <laughs> great combination. <laughs> yes, it was. Yes, it was. So that podcast idea was born in the back of a tiny car. And so Zaina, Jamal, and I flew home and Kim flew out too. Yeah, we were only in Mexico City for a couple of days for this wedding. But some of my family members had semi-recently moved to the Cancun Tulum area. And so I've been wanting to visit them, but I hadn't had the chance yet. So this was the perfect opportunity to take a quick flight from Mexico City to Cancun and have them pick me up. And if you have people that you know, family or friends in other places of the country or the world, this is your opportunity to like take that trip. There's a couple reasons why. First of all, it's going to be much more affordable for you if you can stay with them. And because they live there, they probably have a vehicle who can drive you around and they know all of the good places to go. There's nothing better than seeing a destination with someone that actually lives there. Like you will see a whole different side of it than you would have if you came on your own. So, and that's what I did. So they picked me up from the airport. We went straight to this beach club and it was election day in Mexico. So there was actually no alcohol allowed to be sold unless you were in a tourist all-inclusive resort. And so we stayed on the beach and then the next day we went to cenotes and went swimming and hiking in there. And then we went to some ruins in Tulum and different bars and restaurants. And like, it was amazing. And then highlight 
highlights. I mean, the whole fucking trip was a highlight, but I would say the highlight is something that I've been wanting to do for years and years, and that's to swim with dolphins and to be able to kiss a dolphin. And it was so cool. It was just an, an amazing experience that I'm so glad I got the the chance to do. And then Kim said that they had cenotes out there and those are just um, natural wells or sinkholes and they're really uh, prevalent there along the eastern coast of Mexico. And in fact, I really want to take you guys from Mexico City and doing a flight into Chetumal, which is in that area because Mm -hmm. it's a little bit more southern than Tulum and Cancun and it's super, super cheap and it's just beautiful. They have like seven color lagoons and cenotes out there. From there, you can cross the border real easily to Belize, correct? And I did that with Nicole. I know you I did. did. Yeah, 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 yeah. You've been talking about taking us there for a long time. So maybe that's 2020. 2020, guys. We got to put it on the map and we'll go with Nicole and Roberto. You bring up a good point about what cenotes are, though, because I didn't know either. And you describe them well, but they are beautiful. So in that area, they have a bunch of limestone and it makes these underwater cave systems. They have miles and miles and miles of it. And right now they're actually mapping it. But as you get down, you'll walk through trees in like nature areas and then you come to these basically watering holes in caves the water is like turquoise beautiful blue crystal clear you can see down to the bottom where it's limestone and caves and you're just swimming through caves and these beautiful waters and it is a sight to be seen Hey squaddies, we want to share one of our favorite travel products with you liquid iv is a category winning hydration brand fueling your well-being while traveling One stick fits into 16 ounces of water to give you three times the electrolytes of traditional sports drinks and hydrates you two times faster than water alone. Their half-ounce hydration multiplier powder packet is the one product you need in every suitcase, carry-on, and day pack. We use it while flying on planes because flights can be so dehydrating. We use it when we feel jet-lagged, when we're out on a hike, and after a long night out that has us feeling worn out. In just one stick, you get five essential vitamins, B3, B5, B6, B12, and vitamin C. Liquid IV also now comes in 12 delicious and refreshing flavors to keep your hydration routine exciting. Our favorites are the lemon-lime and tangerine with immune support. It's made with premium ingredients, all non-GMO and gluten, dairy, and soy-free. Get 20% off when you go to liquidiv.com and use Travel Squad Podcast at checkout. That's 20% off anything you order when you shop better hydration today using promo code Travel Squad Podcast at liquidiv.com. Hey, squaddies, let's take a quick detour to talk about our travel itineraries that we've created just for you. We just launched several new international trip itineraries, including Tulum and Japan. This is on top of the itineraries we already have for U.S. trips like the Hawaiian Island of Kauai, the U.S. Virgin Islands, as well as national park trip itineraries including Utah's Mighty Five National Parks and a week in Grand Teton and Yellowstone. These fully built out 20 to 30 page PDF guides are available for instant download on our site right now. Every detail of the trip is laid out for you. So all you have to do is download, book, show up and have fun. The itineraries tell you where to fly into, the exact route to take, where to stay, park entrance prices, where to eat, driving distance between attractions, the things to see and do, Even the hikes we recommend, their mileage, and the time to allot for each one. And believe it or not, so much more. Be sure to head over to TravelSquadPodcast.com to download your very own comprehensive travel itinerary today. 
So the next month is July, and you all know Jamal's birthday is in July, and Jamal loves to go hiking on his birthday. Just love <laughs> it so much. Every year he tells Brittany, no hiking on my birthday this year, and every year Brittany plans a hiking trip. <laughs> well, that just goes to show how much Brittany listens and respects me, because she never <laughs> listens to what I want to say. But I'm just kidding. I give her a hard time. We've talked about this before. I always end up enjoying doing what she plans i just in the moment i think sometimes i'd rather do nothing on my birthday and just kind of relax but i'm always so grateful for what we do and Brittany and i ended up going to channel islands national park for my birthday this year so we drove up on a friday which was my birthday but didn't really do any hiking till the next day now channel islands is about a three three and a half hour drive from san diego could be a little bit more if there's traffic so a little bit north of la along the coast and you You can only get out there if you take a boat because they are islands and they are a designated marine wilderness area. So lots of breeding grounds for marine mammals as well as seagulls. So there's several different islands that you can go to. We went to Anacapa Mm -hmm. and Anacapa, again, is famous for being the island that the seagulls breed on. And we were there. Right, You went there? Yeah, we did. Oh, I hate seagulls. <laughs> I'm not a big fan of seagulls either, but it is the closest island to the shore because there's five islands, part mm-hmm. of the Channel Island chain. So the islands that are further out, clearly it's going to take you longer to get to. Mm-hmm. And since it was a weekend getaway, didn't really have too much time to invest a three-hour boat ride going one way. So mm-hmm. we did the closer one, which was Anacapa. And we were there right after they had given birth, as a matter of fact. And the tour guide told us that if we were there maybe about two weeks beforehand, the chicken were still small enough that the mothers would probably be swooping on you to protect their chicks if you got too close. He said, it's not uncommon to see the birds attack people <laughs> if you get too close. Real life birds. And Anacapa has a great trail where you can look out and see all of the other islands in the Channel Island system. And also the island has a lighthouse and it was like the last lighthouse built on the West Coast. So Jamal and I were the only ones that traveled for the month of July, but in August we were pretty pretty active. We were busy in August. Where did you go, Kim? All right. So I went to Palm Springs, got there on a Friday, left on a Monday. And I've been to Palm Springs before. It's a really cool place. A lot of cool things to see and do. It's very eclectic and also very much like a 50s, 60s kind of vibe. It's pretty cool. But I didn't go there to see Palm Springs. I went there for the Splash House Festival. I like going to music festivals. I've been to quite a few of them. But this one is truly the best festival I've ever been to in my entire life. It was so cool. I love pool parties too. So festival and a pool party put together, like the only thing that could have been better was a rooftop bar thrown in and it would have been the shit. No rooftop bar, but it was so memorable. You almost got a splash house tattoo. True. But then Kim thought better of it and decided, I'm not going to get a Splash House tattoo. Or just like the tattoo guy said, you're too drunk. Get the fuck out of here. But, you know, whatever. Um, no. So this festival is a pool party festival. So it's between three of the really cool, fun hotels in Palm Springs. And they have a shuttle bus that takes you from each one. And at each pool party, they have different house music or EDM artists that come and perform. So it is it is a rager. And everyone is so nice there. And because the entire hotel in each place is booked out with only festival guests. Everyone is there on the same vibe and the same feeling. 
you're just going hotel room to hotel room and everyone's like you don't even exchange names you just say what hotel room number you're in and like people just come in and out so much fun everyone's just like happy and good vibes and lots of love to go around (laughs) (laughs) so august was also such an important month for us as a squad because august is when our podcast officially launched august 15th 2019 Mm -hmm. and we celebrated by going to a celebratory dinner at a steakhouse and this was also jamal and Brittany's fourth wedding anniversary yes launch date was our fourth wedding anniversary so such a special day to us did you know that that's actually my mom and dad's first date that they had too i didn't know that i did not know that was august 15th yeah over 40 years ago that was the first date or when dad met mom at the dance club in sacramento Mm, it might have been when they met okay might have been when they met, but that's a very important date for them. You learn something new every day. Have I no know. Clue. My last trip that I took in August was to Vegas. August was a big party month for me, I guess, because then in Vegas, it was for Labor Day weekend and any holiday weekend in Las Vegas is going to be just a ball of a time. So we went, we stayed at the Flamingo Friday to to Monday and hit up Hakazan and some pool parties. You went without us to Hakazan? <laughs> what the Gotta fuck? Gotta hit Hakazan in Vegas. What the fuck? Well, we are about to hit up Hakazan in Dubai. I also went to a male strip club. Oh, look at that. <laughs> very nice. I got a lap dance by a very muscular man. How was that? <laughs> Changed my life. Yeah. Yes. Good. <laughs> I fell in love with a stripper. <laughs> I fell in love with a stripper. I was about to say, isn't that a song? I think so. That's why I said it in a musical tone. You're, you are singing it up on this episode. What can I say? <laughs> you have had a little bit of whiskey. No, that's not it. I'm just excited recapping our adventures of 2019. It just makes me so happy. And in the month of August is Jamal and Zaina's mom's birthday. So we all flew up for her 70th birthday party. Happy mm. 70th, mom. Happy birthday, mama. Yeah, so we went home and we surprised her with that party. Her birthday was on a Friday, but the party was on a Saturday. And my mother was expecting us on Friday. So when we didn't show up on Friday... She, she was actually expecting you, not Jamal and I. She was, because she knew that Jamal and Brittany were getting ready to go travel. We were leaving that next Tuesday for what we're going to talk about next. But Brittany and I were going out of country for our next trip. So mm-hmm. didn't expect Brittany and I to show up, but thought Zayna might surprise her on her birthday. Come to find out she didn't. So she was a little disappointed. Right. But we made up for it on Saturday. And the only reason my mom's thinking that we might have something is we go all out in the Marouche clan for big events. So we ended up going to that. And then as we mentioned, a few days later, Brittany and I were leaving on that Tuesday, the 27th. And we had a European adventure. And this is another one that I tried to get in with them on and they said no. So did I. I tried to get in on this one. But we said we were celebrating our fourth wedding anniversary and we wanted to do it alone. So we did. And you guys could listen to this episode on the podcast. It's exploring the Adriatic coast. Total on that trip, we hit five different countries and we started our tour in Tirana, Albania and then went to Montenegro and then we ended up being there for part of the month of September. So we also went to Split, Croatia, Dubrovnik and the Plitvica National Park. Where else did we go, Jamal? We also went to Slovenia and Venice and this was part of a guided tour with Gate One. Shout out Gate One. Woo woo. Love Gate One. And we had just a really good time touring the Adriatic coast, which is a region of the Mediterranean Sea. So all those countries that we mentioned border the Adriatic coast of the Mediterranean there, hence the name. And really, really beautiful. Had a blast doing it. And any guided tour with Gate One 
doesn't matter where you go is going to be fantastic. And this tour did not let down either. The highlight of that trip for me was getting all your videos of the breakfast buffets. Oh, yes. <laughs> Brittany was sending them to you? Yes, she was. Yeah. <laughs> so Jamal and I were the only ones to travel in the month of September. But in the month of October, we had another squad trip. Where did we go? To the windy city of Chicago. Chicago. Chi-town. Yeah. We Chicago. also went to Indiana Dunes National Park and to Michigan. On that same trip because it is so close. <laughs> I, I love Chicago. I couldn't believe how cool of a city Chicago was. And we almost made it to Kenosha, Wisconsin. So close, but not quite. That's episode 18. If you guys want to go back and listen to Chicago and our Italian beef recommendations <laughs> <laughs> or non-recommendations, but that was an amazing trip. And we did all of that in a weekend. We left a Friday after work. We came back a Monday morning and then went straight to work. And so we fit in three states, a national park and lots of Italian beef. <laughs> in one weekend Italian beef and hot dogs I mean minus the Italian beef my highlight was the architectural <laughs> boat tour Ooh, that was on so the river good. that was so fascinating every time our tour guide was telling us about a new building I was looking over at Jamal and I was like that's so fascinating yeah Chicago is just a beautiful city and through the buildings the history of the city itself can be told and if you go to Chicago and do the architectural riverboat tour you're going to understand exactly what it is that I'm saying. But I enjoyed Chicago immensely. It's so close to the Indiana state border. So from there, we did Indiana Dunes National Park, had a white claw on the southern <laughs> shore of Lake Michigan after our hike. So beautiful out there. And from there, we were just so close to Michigan that we we're like, let's drive another 20 miles. Let's cross off another state from our list. So we did Michigan. And like Kim said, in such a short weekend, we flew on a Friday. By the time we landed with the time change, it was a Saturday morning. So we jam-packed everything in Saturday, Sunday, flew back Monday for all of us to go to work, no days off. And it was just amazing. And that was New Buffalo, Michigan. New Buffalo. I think we should have a new motto. Instead of NSOT, it should be no days off. No days off. No days Hashtag off. no days off. I thought our de facto motto was fuck them hard. Oh, fuck. We have that one too. There's so many mottos to live by. <laughs> <laughs> fuck it. We're on vacation. Oh, that's a good one well, too. Well, that's Brittany and I's that the group has now taken over or the squad has now taken over, which is okay. Because fuck it, you're on vacation. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> also in October, it's my birthday month, and we went to Las Brittany's Vegas. Brittany's dirty 30. Ooh, dirty 30. She's an old woman now. It wasn't a squad trip. <laughs> it was just a trip for Jamal and I, and we went to one of my favorite restaurants in Las Vegas, Gordon Ramsay Steak. And then we actually tried a new restaurant that we've been looking to try because they have foie gras raviolis, and it was called Scarpetta, and I would definitely go back. 100% would recommend. It was delicious. We've eaten at Gordon Ramsay Steak several times, pretty much every time we go to Vegas, actually, so more than several. But this was the first time that we tried Scarpetta, which is in the Cosmopolitan Hotel and Casino, and really moderately priced Italian cuisine on the Strip. I was pleasantly surprised with how inexpensive it was, and now it's not cheap, but for on the Strip, in the Cosmopolitan, being Italian, very modestly priced. So good. I'm ready to go back just to eat at Scarpetta again. Where did you go, Kim, in the month of October? In the month of October, it was one of my friend's birthdays, and she planned a trip 
to Malibu. And so we ended up finding on Airbnb a giant teepee that you can rent. And it was supposed to be enough to hold eight people. But when we got to the property, it was actually in Topanga, California, which is just outside of Malibu. When we got there, there were two giant teepees. And it was kind of like a camping situation almost. They had like an outhouse area as the bathroom, which had a whore accident in there. It had a what <laughs> accident? It was scary in there in the morning. So it was... <laughs> I haven't told any of you guys. We want to know. For the first time ever, Kim is going to dish out what happened in the outhouse. We're going to hear it first time. Our listeners are going to hear it for the first time. I I had no clue there was a story. All I know is I was seeing Kim's stories and posts from this on Instagram. And I told Brittany, because I was seeing him at home, I was like, oh shit, Kim looks like she's having a great time at this place. And And now there's a horror story in the outhouse that I'm ready to hear. So the TVs were really cool. They had like beds in there and they had lights and all of that and rugs. And it was very cute, decorated, very hipster. It's a camping situation. There's no cell phone service. There's no electricity like for the bathroom, no plumbing. And so the whole time we were just sitting on like benches outside drinking and having fun. And the people that own the house, it was kind of like in their backyard property. And then there was a house. They were very, very nice, very welcoming. They told us we can come into their house whenever we wanted, use the bathroom or whatever. Um, They made us pancakes in the morning but we didn't want to go into their house in the middle of the night because they did provide an outhouse situation but this toilet was small and when you flush it really just goes into a tank underneath it it's all attached okay so imagine this like a barn with rugs in it and it's a sliding door that opens to the barn and then there's just a toilet in the middle of the rug area so it doesn't flush sounds anywhere. very interesting <laughs> it's sounds just very a toilet in the middle of a barn was it like the toilet we had on the inca tree yes exactly transportable toilet so at a certain point before it got dark i remember seeing the toilet like it couldn't flush it anymore if you flushed the water was coming up high enough and so I was like, oh, that doesn't look good. But I didn't really see it again until the morning. And by the morning, the whole rug in the oh, barn, no. as you stepped on it, it was like squishy. Squish. Oh, no. And then when you opened the lid, it was just like piles of toilet paper. And someone had, I don't know, maybe, maybe more than one person had just blown it up. Oh, <laughs> no. You couldn't flush it. You couldn't use it. And yeah, the host didn't like you guys that much. Well, actually, we were all like ashamed, like someone's got to tell him. And so after we ate pancake breakfast that they made for us in their house, (laughs) (laughs) not before we sent some of the guys to go tell them and they're like, oh, no big deal. It happens all the time. At least they were nice about it. Wow. I would hate they were the nicest people. I hope that rug got a cleaning. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I hope anyone who went in there had shoes. Yes. Yes. Oh gosh, yeah. So that was the night, but then the next morning we went to the Malibu Wine Safari in Malibu, California, and it was so cool. It's this pretty cool experience where you can buy your ticket and they put you on this big truck. Like a safari vehicle almost? Yes, very much so. <laughs> and they and uh, Malibu Wine Safaris. Mm-hmm. And they have a giraffe. He's one of the retired movie giraffes from LA. Oh, look at that. <laughs> yes. So you got to meet a movie star. Yes, exactly. And so they take you around and all of their animals are named like funny things like Barack Obama was one of the llamas <laughs> names. And they just have funny names like that for all of the different animals. And you get to feed them and then they serve you wine along the whole thing. And then we had taken two cars. So driving back, we stopped in Santa Monica and rode the roller coaster on the beach and nice little fun getaway in your own backyard kind of thing. Very nice. So I think that was all of the travel that we all did in October and 
Moving on to November, we did another squad trip. Squad Woo-hoo. trip. Squad trip. Arkansas. Arkansas. Arkansas, Arkansas, y'all. Y'all loved it, didn't you? Yeah, we did. I loved it too. I loved Arkansas. So again, this was another weekend trip. We flew into Dallas on a Friday night, and then Saturday morning we drove to Hot Springs, Arkansas to stay <laughs> for the weekend. <laughs> we all know it's Arkansas, but Arkansas. It's funny. And <laughs> National Park. Hot Springs, Arkansas, the city, and Hot Springs. National Park, all one and the same. We had a real hoots out there. Mm-hmm. We had a whole episode on this just a couple weeks ago, episode number 22, if you want to go back and listen to that one. Yes, go listen. Such a fun episode. I would definitely go back. And then after we came back from that trip, how long before you left for your trip, Kim? Yeah, so that was just a quick weekend trip. And then about two weeks later, I took off for my birthday, my dirty 30 Kim's birthday. dirty 30. I uh, went to Miami. I'm in Miami, bitch. And played that song the entire time. I saw your story <laughs> playing the whole time. <laughs> it was stuck in my head for that whole week. So left on a Thursday, used our travel hack on how to get upgraded for free. Didn't get upgraded, but got Supremo service, six free glasses of wine and a free cheese plate. Ooh, ooh. I have never gotten a cheese plate for mm-hmm. doing that tip. Mm-hmm. So by the way, like it stands from our previous episode, if you want our travel hack for how to get upgraded for free, free leave us a five-star review send us a screenshot either dm us on instagram at travel squad podcast or email us travel squad podcast at gmail.com and we will get you back with the hack and it's not a guarantee to be upgraded there are certain situations but it is pretty much guaranteed that you will be treated better oh absolutely the flight i was on was completely full so there was just no upgrade physically possible but i love the service that i got it's the best way to kick off my birthday weekend so went to miami spent a day and a night there stayed in this cute hotel in south beach that i've been wanting to stay in they give you a free cocktail when you get there it's one of the most iconic memorable well-known hotels in miami and met a really cool drag queen and hung out with her all night which sounds exciting really fun (laughs) um and then we got on the cruise that saturday morning did a five-day cruise that went to Dominican Republic and Turks and Caicos. We got back on a Saturday and then spent the whole Saturday on the beach in Miami before taking off that evening to come home. But I would say highlight of that trip, there was, I mean, so much, but going with my mom who'd never been on a vacation in her life was really cool. And, you know, new travelers are so excited. I mean, traveling in general is so exciting, but for someone that's never traveled, it's, it's an amazing feeling. But, you know, selfishly, what my real highlights of the trip were getting to play with these little Caribbean squirrel monkeys. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Okay. So here's a funny story. I haven't told you guys, but in the Dominican, before you go into the squirrels, they tell you there's few things you can't do. Don't yell. Don't have your phone when you have the food dish in your hand. Yeah, they'll steal your phone. I'm sure. <laughs> no, they weren't that big. They were, they were tiny ones. Oh, okay. So we walk in and we start to see them running around, jumping from thing to thing. They're very, very jumpy. Agile. Yes. They could jump huge distances. So I I'm walking in filming the area, filming the monkeys, and one jumps out of nowhere and like hits my chest. And I <laughs> scream so fucking loud. <laughs> one of your friends told me that story <laughs> before you told it now. <laughs> oh yeah. It was funny. But they're really cool. They like to be on your head and like 
jump and you'll have like 10 monkeys on you at once it's pretty cool yeah so hearing this story right now is already making me jealous because i love going on cruises we've mentioned this before i'll say it again i love cruises but you have to a lot a week for it and some since i've been on them before now when we take our longer ones we're doing other things so i'm quite jealous that you've done a cruise more recently than me because i'm ready to cruise again i just love cruises by the way we did a everything you need to know about cruising episode it's episode number six if you want to go back and listen to it there's a lot of good advice for cruise life on there and we'll definitely make you want to book a cruise so the next thing i want to talk about i want to preface first with we did an episode about the must-dos of san diego and we mentioned going to the del mar horse track and races episode number 20 by the way episode 20 so at the time of that recording jamal and myself had not been to the del mar horse races at all zana and kim both had been so after kim had returned back home from her dirty 30 cruise she had a dirty 30 birthday party my actual birth date on her actual birthday at the del mar horse races and so the squad and kim's friends got to celebrate there i was so proud of jamal Why? <laughs> because you really partied it up. We got a party bus and took it to the Del Mar racetrack. And Jamal just popping bottles left and well, right. Well, you know what's really funny <laughs> is... I'd like to play it modest sometimes because Brittany doesn't necessarily like to drink a lot. And I don't say I hold myself back because of it. But by the time we come home, if we leave someplace together, it's no fun to be the only one Mm -hmm. that's at another level. But it was at your 30th birthday party and we had the party bus. Zayna was going to be driving us home. I said, fuck (laughs) it. I'm not going to lie. When I want to drink, I hate to toot my own horn. I feel like I could be a fucking riot. You are a party animal. When I want to (laughs) drink. But I can out drink you. You can out chug me. You cannot drink me, Zana. Touche. Zana, you know, 2019 took a year of sobriety. We don't talk about it, but I did do that this year. <laughs> yes. So she was mine and Jamal's DD driving home. Mm-hmm, I did, yeah. So instead of taking the party bus, I went there and met them there. And it was just really funny because Jamal got into the car and he's like, yeah, guys. And, you know, he's a little bit tipsy. And he's like, yeah, guys, when, when I hug Kim goodbye, she's like, Jamal, I'm so proud of you. And I don't know what she meant by that. Yeah, I was like, is she talking about for the podcast? Is she talking about just in general for life or like what? And then so I asked her about it later. And she's like, no, you went hard. I'm proud of you. I was like, oh, thanks, Kim. But Kim, not salt on the wound or anything. But if you really want to be proud of Jamal, you should have seen him in Africa. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'll I never know. <laughs> I was living it up in Africa because I had peer pressure from Josh. Truly, I would have gone if I'd known how much booze would have been on that trip. Mm-hmm. Kim, but you know what? Like when we finished the walk with the lions and then all of a sudden it was an open bar, like we were surprised when we went on the river cruise in Zimbabwe and all of a sudden it's an open bar. bar. We're like surprised. Like we had no idea we were going to be served that much alcohol. And in fact, I drank so much the night before that Brittany put me to bed. I thought I was going to die. When you from- were texting me? I have no idea that I had that full-on conversation with Kim, guys. Well, don't dish it all right here at this podcast. We have an upcoming episode for Africa coming out in 2020. So yes. just a little bit of a teaser. A little bit of a teaser and how just great Africa was. A little bit of drinking. Yes. Well, I have to take us back to November then, since you guys are talking about all this booze. Another highlight from my cruise trip when we went to Turks and Caicos, we got this catamaran snorkeling tour that talked about like a beach party, a private beach party. That was my mom's suggestion. I'm proud of her too. <laughs> <laughs> So we did the snorkeling. We get back on the boat. As soon as snorkeling's done, they bust out the rum punch. And the guy has a pitcher in his hand the whole time. And he's not letting it go empty. And 
he's keeping our glasses filled and going back for refills. So they dock on a private beach and he's just running around the beach with his pitcher of rum punch. <laughs> Even when we're out in the ocean, he comes out there to refill our glasses probably nice. like six times. He's running like David Hasselhoff with a pitcher. Let me and come not for just you. to us, but to everyone <laughs> on that boat cruise. And we were very tipsy dancing on the boat coming back in. That sounds like a riot. Right. Yes. Awesome. I'm proud of you, Kim. Oh, thank you. So Kim, <laughs> finish up our year, 2019 travel year in the month of December. December. So this is the month that we're in right now. And it gets crazy with holidays. And either your family comes to see you or you go to see family and all of that. And so the only trip I think the whole squad took in December was this one that I took home for Christmas. No squad trip, just Kim. No squad trip, but we did do Thanksgiving together. Yes, we did. Thanksgiving's yeah. always a blast. So I went home to Sacramento for Christmas. I was just there Christmas Eve to the 26th, and then I came home, or actually to the 27th, sorry. And this was such a special Christmas, though, because it was the first time in over 10 years that I've been with my mom and my two brothers from my mom and my grandparents and my brother's kids, like all of us together, which was so cool. So it was worth definitely going home to Sacramento. I normally don't go home three times in a year, but this was a good one. So that wraps up our whole year of travel, but we just want to tease you with some trips that we plan on taking for 2020. And again, this isn't to brag. This is to inspire you, to show you how much travel we did in the year of 2019 and to let you know of things we already have in the works and that we're planning and that are coming up in 2020. Yeah, I just want to say too, a lot of the trips that we took, some of the bigger ones didn't necessarily include the school. Squad. The biggest trip that we went on with Zaina was Japan. Kim wasn't there. And then a lot of the other trips that we took as a squad were quick little weekend getaways. But coming up here in 2020, all of our major vacations are squad trips and they are already planned out. Ooh. Quickly touching base on that, when Brittany was saying, you know, this is to inspire you that you can do it as well. Keep in mind that, again, we all have full time jobs. And not only that, we're doing the podcast full time too. So, you can absolutely make the time to travel. It's just about making it a priority and putting your money where you want to put it. We're also letting you know because we are now accepting applications for honorary squad members. <laughs> Kasha and Ryan have been honorary squad members. If you want to jump on a trip, we can make that happen. Yes. And we're trying to get uh, Nicole and Roberto to come on an upcoming trip as well. All it so. takes is a five-star review. <laughs> and us liking you. <laughs> Yeah, that too. (laughs) So for 2020, the first one we're going to be going on coming up here real hot, real soon, January, Lebanon and Dubai. We've been talking about Lebanon 2020 for... Three years now, pretty much. I think Mm -hmm. our China trip. Yes, 2017, May 2017. Lebanon 2020 has been the thing, and here we are about to take it. And ironically enough, they're going through a revolution right now, so it'll be very interesting. It will be. Nonetheless, it'll be fun. Mm -hmm. We're also doing an underwater restaurant in In Dubai. Dubai. At the Atlantis Hotel. And Hakkasan. Oh, yes, we we are. We can't go to Dubai without going to Hakkasan, Dubai. We're Mm -hmm. so excited. We are staying at the Atlantis in Dubai, and they do have a water park. Woo, woo. And one of the slides, I believe, goes under like a shark tank. Oh. Yeah, I'm really excited for... I'm excited for this trip in general, but I am more excited staying at 
Atlantis in Dubai because it gives you free admission to their water park. Their water park looks fucking ridiculous and in a good way. I am so stoked. And I'm a big fan of The Amazing Race. Love that TV show. Want to compete on it one day. If any of the producers from The Amazing Race are listening to this podcast, I want to be on it. Just throwing that out there. They have a season where they go to the water park at Atlantis. Well, shit. I think that Kim and I should compete against you guys. Travel squad against Let's travel applaud. squad. Let's <laughs> applaud. Oh my God. Let's apply. <laughs> Let's apply and tell them that we need to be on to compete. Yeah. Together. Oh my God, Kim, we would win. I oh doubt my it. God. I doubt it. We would Brittany win. Brittany and I are going to win. Zana doesn't come prepared enough to win. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> well, no, no, if no, your map skills are like they were when we were in um, Indiana Dunes National Park, I think we have a pretty good chance. Brittany was looking, <laughs> Brittany was looking at a Bootsy map. Let's not kid ourselves. But after Lebanon and Dubai in January, what do we have next, ladies? In February, we are going to Boise, Idaho and Donnelly, Idaho to visit some hot springs. Gold Fork Hot Springs. Here we come. Yes. And this trip was actually planned on our way back from Chicago in October. So we were on the plane and we thought, holy shit, guys, let's go to Idaho. We look up <laughs> and like legit, that's how it happens. Let's go to Idaho. We look it up. Next thing you know, we're booked. Actually, Zaina, you told me that you didn't think you were going to go to Idaho. Oh, that's right. <laughs> and you're like, I'm going to sit this one out. And I was like, are you though? I know. Zaina says that actually pretty often. And I'm and what I say when you said that. Girl, I'll give her a few weeks and she'll she'll come back around. You said that? Because mm-hmm. once we all book our stuff, then you change your mind. Well, you know, it's hard because I've got my other business that I'm running on the side. And so it's just, you know, getting things up and running. Use and my tip about putting on your hotspot in the car. I know. I know. That was a pretty valuable one. But yeah, no, I major FOMO. I don't want to be left out. And the last thing I want is an Africa. Yes. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Nobody wants that. <laughs> so coming up in March of 2020, Jamal and I have a trip planned to Hong Kong, specifically to go to Hong Kong Disneyland, because it is the last Disney park in the world that we need to go to. And we need to check this off our bucket list. And how much did you guys pay for this? So the tickets were round trip from San Diego to Hong Kong, only $505 per person. That's really good. So really inexpensive. Granted, they are having some protests over there right now. And I think that's making the flights a little bit cheaper. But things like that, you hear it on the news. It doesn't stop my it doesn't stop Brittany clearly as well. And a lot of the times when you hear things are unsafe or there's civil unrest, that's just the news being the news. I'm not saying sometimes it's not the truth, but realistically, things are a lot safer than it's made out to be. And don't let stuff like that hinder you. We happen to be able to find the cheap flights, the right weekend for us to go. And we're literally going for a couple days. By the time we land, we're going to get there early in the morning, spend the day exploring the city, go to Disneyland the next day and then the next day fly out. So real, real quick. Yeah. And this is another one that I tried to get on and they said no. Yeah. Rude. (laughs) To what Jamal was saying, people say that about Mexico all the time, how dangerous it is and, you know, don't go across the border. They're going to close the border. And, And to that point, it may be dangerous in some places or, you know, unsafe in some ways at a certain, certain time, things. but yeah. not everywhere. And you shouldn't let something you heard about or saw on the news completely 
prevent you from going somewhere that you want to go. Like I mentioned, Lebanon is having a revolution right now. So I think you need to pay attention to what's going on. But I also think that you should take everything with a grain of salt and just do your own research. Take it with a grain of salt and learn how to plan accordingly if things happen to change. But for the most Mm -hmm. part, things are going to go as planned. Jamal, what do I say to you when I want to travel? You want to be crazy or let me talk crazy to you. It's always, let me talk crazy to you. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I thought it was, let's go hiking. No, no, no. It is, let me talk crazy to you. And then she'll ask me, do I want to be crazy? And that's really kind of how it goes. (laughs) You're like, no. She's like, too bad. We're doing it. (laughs) So then after that, we have another big squad trip coming up in the month of May, late May, early June. What are we doing, ladies? Yellowstone. And Grand Tetons National Park. We've been wanting to do Yellowstone for quite a while. Buffaloes. Yes. Buffaloes, geysers, (laughs) nature. Yeah. It's going to be wild, quite literally and figuratively. We may actually see a bear. Oh, no. You'll see a bison. My friend that went there saw three bears. (laughs) (laughs) Zaina's already looking nervous over here. But that's going to be a really fun trip. And again, another one centered around a national park. Two national parks. Yes. Yellowstone and Grand tetons they touch each other yes yes i've been wanting to go to montana for a long time and i've been wanting to go to wyoming for over two years since i accidentally scratched it off on my scratch off map (laughs) so now you (laughs) need to to correct this yeah Mm -hmm. and we're also flying into salt lake city utah so that's the third state kim is talking about so that is our may and june adventures and then ramping it up september we are going to Ecuador. 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 South America. This is brought to you by another Gate One excursion. Gate One. Maybe we can get them to sponsor. Yes. I know, right? If you're listening, Gate One, hit me up. (laughs) Hit all of us up. At Travel Squad Podcast. Or Kim directly at Lashdees. I know she likes to say it. (laughs) And Travel Squad Podcast at gmail.com. Yeah. So this is just like one of the things where I got an email and I was sitting on the toilet early in the morning and I'm like scrolling through. <laughs> of course oh it was God. the toilet. <laughs> and I'm like, Brittany has oh no my shame God, there is such a cheap gate one to Ecuador. Let me check this out. And it's like this eight day adventure that goes to Ecuador and it includes the Amazon and you get to cross the equator and you get to go to hot springs and you get to canoe up to your hotel. And I was like, you guys... I don't know about you guys, but we're doing this. I tried to go to Ecuador with Nicole right before we went to Peru for the Inca Trail, but it didn't work out. Nicole, of course, didn't go with us, but I've been wanting to go to Ecuador ever since. So I'm super excited and we're trying to get Nicole and Roberto to go to Ecuador with us on this one and Josh and Anna who went with us to I was also South Africa. pitching it to James. And trying to get him excited. Oh, very nice. Nice. Very nice. Has James ever been out of the country? He's, He's been to Mexico. Yeah. Well, I mean, like, other than that? I don't think uh, so. No. Oh, so it'll be a first international. Well, Second. other than Mexico, but off the continent, I guess. There you go. But this is another trip, Ecuador here, that was inspired on a whim. And again, truly, we all do want to go everywhere in the world. But Ecuador is not necessarily high on my list when I'm thinking of countries. But when we read the description and we saw the price point, for the days included, what's included, flights, hotel, etc., all for under 2000 a person. It's like, how can this not be next on 
my trip of things to do. And that goes to show again, you can make things possible by not being necessarily picky on where you go. Go some places where the sale leads you and you'll always be pleasantly surprised. Yeah, I think I'm really going to like Ecuador, even though I've never done, I haven't done any research into it at all. I know I'm going to love it. Yeah. yeah. There hasn't been many or any places that I haven't loved that I've been. I think it's going to be super divertido. What yes. does that mean? Fun. I know. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I was like, mm, I hope you can guess the context. <laughs> sure. So this is some of the stuff that we already have planned. We know this is going to happen, but there's definitely going to be trips that pop up throughout the year, whether it's as a squad or separately with other people. I'm actually talking to a few friends about taking a Europe trip in July. I've been wanting to go to Tomorrowland in Belgium for so long, but it's really hard to get tickets. So we're going to try to do that. But even if we can't go to that, talking about going to like Spain, Portugal, maybe a few other places in Europe for like two weeks. But Portugal is beautiful. I know. It looks beautiful. Yeah. So maybe that. And I'm also trying to go to Nashville and Austin next year. Um, So if any of you want to go on a trip with me, let me know. But you have to be down to party because in Nashville, him told Jamal and I that we couldn't come. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Nashville is called the Vegas of the South. The last time we went to Vegas, you guys didn't want to go to Hakazan. Weren't so. you just so proud of Jamal for <laughs> drinking at I, your birthday? Can I say something without throwing you, you under the bus? need to go sing Brittany. karaoke at a honky tonk. I have no doubt Kim would welcome me with open arms if you weren't coming. Whoa. Because <laughs> she knows what I'm capable Kim of. Kim has professed her love to me, you know. So. I know. If I'm, you can I'm get it together, joking. Brittany, you can come. <laughs> But we may jump on the trip to Austin with you. Yeah, that'll be a good one too. And getting really ahead, we're already in talks of stuff to do in 2021, looking at India, going on a tiger safari. With gate one. With gate one. So just let... Sponsored 2021. Ooh, that's the goal. That would be the goal. Putting it out there, guys. Well, that pretty much sums up our traveling from 2019, gave you a quick little preview into what we have already planned for 2020 and even 2021. So happy new year, guys. Happy new year. Happy Happy new New year. Year. Thank you for joining us this year, listening to the Travel Squad podcast. Yes. And we look forward to taking you guys on many more adventures in the upcoming year. 2020 is going to be fantastic. We have so many good episodes in store for you, and we're really looking forward to keeping our listeners, giving you what you want, and getting many more people to be inspired to travel in the new year. So thank you so, 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 so much for listening all year and really hope you enjoyed hearing about our travels. Please subscribe to our podcast, leave a review, tell us what you like and tune in every Travel Tuesday for new episodes. And if you aren't already, be sure to follow us on Instagram at Travel Squad Podcast and send in those questions of the week. Make sure to pack your bags and get ready to ride the subway because next week we are taking you to New York City, the big apple the big apple happy new year guys happy Happy new New year Year. bye Bye. everyone bye